This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time for Travel Best Bets with Claire Newell. She joins me now. Hiya, Claire. Oh, hi, Mike. It's great to chat with you today. We're talking yeah. about luggage, checked luggage. Okay. <laughs> um, and really, it's mainly to just go through just some advice so that we can help people avoid the common pitfalls. Do and... people still check their luggage now? <laughs> I know a lot of people like to do the carry-on to avoid any charges. Oh, you know what? And I am one of those people. Yeah. But it seems like, especially now when people are heading off and doing longer trips, say, to Europe or Asia. Um, It would be the same thing with uh, university kids going back and forth and needing to take their stuff. So there are a lot of people who need to to actually check in their bags. And I think that... um, Sometimes there's a struggle. You know, there's people do kind of silly mistakes that can easily be avoided, and it'll just help to get there and also in one piece. So the first thing is that I really recommend you don't pack any valuables in your check bag. We've all heard the horror stories. You know, the the reality is is that iPads, cameras, watches, if if they're in there, people will grab them. And you know, there's bad seeds everywhere. We have heard in you know certain times we've heard media stories where people that are working in the airports, you know, are take, pinching stuff. It is super rare, but it does happen. So why worry about it? So right. if you're taking valuables, just either wear them or put them in your carry-on bag. The next thing is actually about TSA prohibited items. You obviously don't want to put them in there. A lot of people are confused about the types of batteries and that type of thing. So there is some, a really good app. Both the TSA app and the CA TSA app are really handy. And you can actually, there's a, a, a way that you can write a note to them or can I bring this kind of thing? And they'll get back to you really quickly. But there's also a, a whole list of prohibited items that you can find on there. They actually identify what can go in both your check bag as well as your carry-on. The next thing is the non-TSA approved locks. I get it. Nobody wants to lose things in their check bag, but the types of locks that you want to use are the ones that have the red diamond. Do you know the ones I'm talking about, Mike? No. No, Okay. So the reality is if you put a lock on, like just – the one that you would use in a locker at, at high school, yeah. that's going to be cut off. They have to have one that actually has that, this little diamond, and it will be identified on the packaging as TSA approved, and that's the kind you want. I do, I do um, know of people who have actually had the TSA approved ones cut off as well, so I don't know whether people were lazy or they didn't look when, when it was going through, but just be prepared. Don't spend a ton on it. You can buy them at the dollar store even. Um, but don't spend a ton. Okay. All right. Um, loose ends. 
So this is for, you know, a bad zipper or something that's hanging from it. They get caught in the conveyor belt. It'll just either destroy the conveyor belt or it will destroy your bag itself because it'll just get all bunged up in there. So just watch if there's um, anything hanging out, maybe shoelaces or something that are hanging out or straps that you, you know, that are meant to actually hold your luggage together inside the bag and they just are hanging out of the bag, that kind of thing um, sometimes goes awry. Um, liquids on the outside of the bag, not never a good um, place to put them. I don't like putting any liquids in my bag, but I know that that's not possible. Most people need some stuff with them. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is don't travel with an unmarked bag. You would not, you just cannot even believe, Mike, how many people will go to the airport without a luggage tag. They use the paper ones that are from the airline. They get ripped off all the time. If you can, use a nice bright bag or at least put nice colorful ribbons or something to, so that you can identify your bag. And remember that tags can get pulled off. So even ones that you spent a lot of money on and they look like they're going to last, they can get pulled off. So they should be identified inside as well. So put a business card or an envelope that says, you know, open if bag is lost. And um, that way it's a much better chance of getting back to you. Have you ever lost a checked bag, Claire? I actually haven't, but my parents were were on a flight. You know, touch wood. Um, I don't check a bag very very often these days, just from time to time. But my parents were on a very short flight, actually going back for a funeral to Scotland. They had a connecting flight, which can often cause a problem. Um, Even booking a tight connection can be be an issue. But they were in business class, and it's still their bag was lost. And they had, you know, the dress for my mom, the suit for my dad. They never got their bag back until they got back to Vancouver, so four days later. Oh, boy. What did the airline do for them? They got it back for them, and that was it. Yeah. They they had a, they didn't have to pay because it was a business class flight for the the checked in luggage, so they didn't really get anything else. Uh-huh. Kind of a bummer, you know. These kind of things happen, but it um, if you're that you know one person on the plane that it happens to, there's it sucks. <laughs> okay, okay, some good <laughs> tips there for uh, a checked bag, Claire, for sure. I knew you always got some great deals for us. What do you got today? Well, I have three for you today, and the first one is one of those ones where if you book early, you will save, and it's to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and I should just mention this, Mike, the Caribbean side of Mexico, the opposite side of Puerto Vallarta, is having some trouble with seaweed, and so depending on where you want to visit, it can be a bit of a nightmare, so I'm seeing a lot more bookings to Puerto Vallarta and other Pacific side destination, so Cabo, Huatulco, that kind of thing. Anyway, this deal to Puerto Vallarta um, is definitely going to go up, obviously. This is December the 4th or the 11th, and if you know you can go then, air in seven nights, staying in a four-and-a-half-star beachfront all-inclusive resort. If you know the Ibero Star chain, this is the Ibero Star Punta Mita. It's seven ninety nine. It's half the price it normally is. Taxes of five forty six, so thirteen forty five all in for that four-and-a-half-star in Puerto Vallarta. Okay, um, now that's interesting what you just said there about seaweed, Claire. Mm-hmm. I've I've been down to Puerto Vallarta a couple of times. That's the only place I've visited in Mexico. I've never been over on the kind of the Caribbean side because you always hear about, oh, on the other side there in Cancun, they've got the beautiful white beaches and stuff. So where is all this seaweed? Is that coming up on the beach? 
Yes, coming up on the beach, and it's not oh. just in the Riviera Maya area of Mexico. It's all in the Caribbean and a lot of different places. So before you book anything, make sure you take a peek. It's called Sargasm, and it, to me, it's like global warming at its prime. Like it's just the it's cause the warming of the ocean is causing it to arise and just it's a mess some of the pictures you can't even walk on the beach there's so much of it so um they're trying to rake and rake and rake it and depending on which resort you're staying at check it out to find out if that's on the beach or not um the next the next one i've got though is to the caribbean but it's staying on a cruise ship and this is a nine night caribbean cruise but mike it's a 10 night package because you get one night hotel at the end before flying home so it's um Leaving November the 28th, it's the flight down to Miami, um, and then the nine-night cruise, that one-night hotel, and the transfers. I thought it was a steal. It's twelve ninety-nine doing the deep Southern Caribbean. Wow. Uh, taxes are three ninety-eight. It works out to sixteen ninety-seven all in. And you see places like Bonaire, Aruba, Curacao. It's really beautiful. Mm, nice. Those are nice places. Yeah. yeah. Do we have time for the last one? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So this one is a fully guided tour doing the highlights of Morocco. If you've never been to Morocco, it is, it's just, it's an awesome place. It's got, you know, the history and the culture, amazing food. And so it's really Northern Africa. I felt really safe when I was there. And this is leaving January the 23rd. There's so much to see. Anyway, this is the airfare, 10 night fully guided vacation, 16 meals, all of the sightseeing tours and transfers, a great buy. It's, $2,099. $2,099. Taxes on that are 50, uh, 557 So all in, it works out to 2656 per person for the 10-night fully guided tour of Morocco. Sounds good, Claire. Where can people get some more information on those deals? It's all online at TravelBestBets.com. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right. Thank you, Claire. That's Claire Newell. She's the president and founder of Travel Best Bets.